on today's program amen what kind of testimony what kind of leader of his family amen was he for god to be able to say you know what i'm not gonna make him taste of death all of that and more next on today's truth chapter 11 and verse 5 tonight. <clears throat> Hebrews chapter 11. We're going to read verse 5 and 6. Try not to keep you standing too long. I know time is moving on and I will try to be respectful tonight. Amen. Hebrews chapter 11 verse 5 and 6. Amen. It says, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death and was not found because God had translated him man if we could be so lucky amen the only way we're going to get that lucky is if God comes before we go amen for before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God but without faith, it is impossible to please him, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Amen. Do you want God to do something in your life? Amen. I promise you, if you will seek him, you will get his attention. Amen. You may be seated tonight. So once again, by faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death, was not found because God had translated him. For before his translation, <clears throat> he had this testimony that he pleased God. Amen. For a little while tonight, I want to just preach missing in action. Amen. Missing in action. And, and you know, I could have just titled this pleasing God tonight so if you want to have a subtitle amen pleasing God amen but you know the Bible doesn't say a whole lot brother Chuck about Enoch you really can't study it and find very much about his life amen he's not far in the line of descendants from amen Adam and you can go to Genesis and read about him amen but there's just not a whole lot that you can really, really find about him. But then you read this in Hebrews, hallelujah, that he was translated from seeing death. He was not found. Why? Because he had the testimony that he pleased God. Amen. So because he pleased God, amen, he suddenly became missing in action. 
Amen. What a testimony that we can have. What kind of life did Enoch live? Amen. How pleasing was he to God? Brother Brandon, hallelujah, that God just said, you know what? I'm not going to make you suffer the way some suffer before they see death. I'm not going to make you go because he was already, amen, I believe close to 400 years old. Back then they kind of lived a little longer. Amen. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, they said he might have been 365 years old or something like that. And God said, you know, he's pleasing to me. What kind of aroma was in God's nose of the praises that Enoch lifted up? (coughs) Maybe sometime tonight I'll get this frog out of my throat. Amen. What kind of praise, Brother Joey, was Enoch lifting up? Amen. What kind of testimony, what kind of leader of his family, amen, was he for God to be able to say, you know what, I'm not going to make him taste of death. He's so pleasing to me that I'm just going to go ahead and take him. Amen. Because I would tell you, if you were to accomplish anything in this life, if you were to have one goal, amen, hallelujah, a lot of us have goals that we want to make so much money, we want to pay off debt, we want to live in a a beautiful house we want to have three and a half kids and 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 one and a half dogs and and we want to amen we want to accomplish some things in life we want to have a certain job maybe with a six-digit income or even more maybe we want to become a millionaire you know we have all these goals (coughs) but the only goal that we should really have in this life is just to please God Amen. So many of us walk around wondering what the will of God is for our life. Amen. We walk around, we come to church. Amen. Maybe we, we're at home sitting on the couch with our family. Amen. Maybe we're in time of prayer. Amen. And we're constantly asking God, Lord, I just want to know what your will is for my life. I just want to, I desire to know what you want out of me. Amen. We pray that we In fact, we don't just pray that, Brother Chuck. Amen. As a minister, you know sometimes uh, it can become frustrating not knowing exactly what God has in store for us. Amen. We can look around and we can see the success of others. Amen. We can see, hallelujah, what God is doing in their life. And and we wonder to ourselves, Lord, amen, when is it going to happen for me? Amen. When is my time going to come? Amen. What exactly is it? I know I'm called, amen, to do something, but what is it that I'm called to do? Amen. But I would tell you tonight that if you had any kind of goal and ambition in your life, amen, don't get the ambition that I want to, amen, I want to become this great missionary. Don't get me wrong. That's a great ambition. Amen. Because the world needs missionaries. Amen. Don't have an ambition of of becoming a great evangelist or a great pastor or, amen, a great teacher or whatever the case may be. Amen. We need those. Amen. That's part of the fivefold ministry for the perfecting of the saints. We have to have that. Amen. But I would tell you tonight, uh, if you want to see God 
to fulfill those things. The first thing you have to do is just say, Lord, I want to please you. It's my desire, Lord. Amen. Just to please you, just to do, amen, your will, God, just to obey your word. Amen. I want to live what thus saith the word of the Lord. If you want God to take you somewhere, amen, in your walk with him, amen, you just aim to please him. Lord, what's your will? What's your desire? Amen. People ask, you know, I'm just frustrated in the transition. I'm, I'm frustrated in the uh, living in the middle, in, in the in-between. Amen. Sometimes I feel like uh, I'm always in the middle. You know, it's kind of like, a, amen, always a, a bridesmaid, never a bride. Amen. I'm just always stuck, but I feel like I've never made it yet. Uh, but I would tell you tonight, as long as you're still breathing, amen, uh, hallelujah, you should never be content. Uh, amen. I don't care if you're the greatest evangelist. Amen. We we have Brother Heath Travis who travels, uh, amen, in the United States. And I believe God's going to take him even further across this globe. Uh, and he's doing an amazing job, uh, amen, obeying what God has for his life. Uh, amen. And that's great. Uh, amen. But if you want to get rid of that frustration, uh, hallelujah, you just please God. Amen. You just open, uh, amen, the 66 books of the Bible and say, Lord, I want to live by every word, uh, amen, that's in that book. I want to live, Lord, amen, by every jot and every tittle, amen, line upon line, line upon line, precept upon precept, precept upon precept, amen, if you want to know how to be satisfied, if you want to know how to be content in God, amen, just say, Lord, I want to do your will, I want to obey your word, I want to please you, amen, what is the will of God, I will tell you what the will of God is for every single person in this place. Amen. Give thanks in all things for this is the will of God concerning Christ Jesus. Amen. If you have a thankful spirit, you will find the will of God. I believe that Enoch was probably a very pleasant person to be around. Amen. Enoch was probably a very thankful person. He probably wasn't a negative person. Amen. Because God doesn't like negativity. He doesn't like murmuring. You've heard me preach about it. He doesn't like complaining. Amen. And that seems to be sometimes our, our favorite thing to do. Amen. We can find things uh, to complain about. Amen. You heard me talk about it this morning. You go on vacation to the Smokies and you say, man, if I could just live here. Amen. But if you were to live there, amen, it wouldn't be a vacation anymore. It'd just be a normal, amen, place to be. And we'd find something to complain about. When it's hot, we wish there was cold weather and when it's cold we wish there was hot weather amen there's never a state of contentment amen but if we could just live to be content because godliness amen with contentment is great gain if we could just learn and to say God amen I'm going to be content just living for you Lord serving you that's my desire it's not making all the money in the world it's not amen becoming rich it's not amen having the 
amen, an 8,000 square foot house with a six car garage with all the fancy cars in it. Amen. That's not my desire, but my desire, Lord, is just to be able to say that I please you. Amen. Because I would tell you tonight that if you could say, Lord, amen, if we could have the testimony that we please God, amen, Sister Barbara, then I promise you, amen, when that day comes, we're not going to have to worry about the words, amen, that comes out of his mouth. Amen. We're not going to have to worry about if he says, depart from me. Amen. No, if you please God, you're going to know that he's going to say, amen, well done, my good and my faithful servant. Amen. When you please God, that means you serve him. Amen. Some people don't like, amen, to think about being a server. You know, that sounds like some work. Amen. That sounds like I might have to pick up a rag and wipe some tables off. That, that sounds like I might have to, amen, pick some chairs up at the end of the dinner. Amen. Put some tables up. Maybe clean some bathrooms. Amen. But I promise you, when you begin to serve the Lord, amen, not just serve him, amen, with, with worship and, and with dancing and with running, but serve him. Amen. Wait upon the Lord and Amen. Wait upon the Lord. That's not just talking about, amen, standing still and waiting for him to do something. Amen. That's talking about waiting like a waitress or a waiter at a restaurant. Amen. Hallelujah. Do you need another drink? Do you need a refill? What can I get you? What can I do for you? Amen. Lord, am I pleasing you? Lord, am I doing your will? Am I fulfilling your desire? We all like to put the cart before the horse. Amen. I've seen it long enough and people come into the doors and they get the Holy Ghost goosebumps and they go through the process and amen. And everybody wants to be a preacher or they want to have a title and they want to have a position. Amen. But they forget that the will of God, first and foremost, it's just to be a Christian. Amen. Sometimes we say, Lord, help me as a minister. Help me as a pastor. Help me to be this. Help me to be that. Amen. But we could learn to be a Christian. Amen. What is being a Christian? Amen. By very definition, amen, it is being Christ-like. Amen. The Bible says that they were first called Christians in Antioch. Amen. Why does it have the word Christ? Because when we're Christians, amen, that means we are following our perfect example who walked on this earth for 33 and a half years. Amen. Hallelujah. Who inspired the written word of God that we read. Amen. In the Bible. Hallelujah. That's who we're following and we're aiming to please him. And when we're aiming to please him, amen, and we're being Christ-like, you don't have to worry about some fancy title being attached to your name. Amen. You don't have to worry about that. Amen. All you want to do is say, Lord, uh, amen, I just want to do what you want me to do. I want to, Brother Matt talked about it this morning. I want to witness to the man on the street, God, amen, that might be homeless or the one that, you know, they might, hallelujah, be looking for their next meal or they might be thinking to themselves, uh, Lord, if you don't just send somebody my way, I'm going to end my life today. Amen. That's what God would have us do. Amen. And sometimes we have such big dreams and that's great. We need to dream big. We're not serving a small God. Amen. We put God in a box. Amen. But God's saying, listen, amen, I'll promote you. Amen. But take care of the small things. Amen. We talk about outreach and we talk about soul winning and we talk about these great things. 
Amen. But being a witness on your job every day is pleasing to God. Amen. Having a smile on your face in the store is pleasing to God. Amen. Going to the restaurant and, and, and being a witness and being a light, amen, is pleasing to God. Amen. Leaving a tip is pleasing to God. Amen. I better not chase that rabbit. Amen. There's lots of things that are pleasing, amen, to God, but we all overlook those seemingly small things. Amen. It's pleasing to God to be consistent every single day. It's pleasing to God to walk, uh, amen, with one foot <coughs> in front of the other. Sometimes you'll get the Holy Ghost and we'll get excited. We'll get the chill or the goosebumps, excuse me. Amen. And we just aim in our mind when, you know, I just love to fly over hell and just put it out with a water pistol. Amen. And God's just saying, listen, just take one step at a time. One day at a time. Amen. Just walk in a straight line. Amen. Just open my word and read it and do my will. Amen. Please me. Live for me. Amen. When you get those things right, then I'll elevate you. Humble yourselves and you'll be exalted. Amen. Because when, when you're humble, hallelujah, God lifts you up. Amen. But when you exalt yourself, the Bible says he will abase you. He will bring you down. Amen. Because the word tells us that pride goeth before a fall. Amen. It's not the will of God and it's not pleasing to God. Amen. When we're prideful. Amen. God would just have us be humble and wake up every day and say, Lord, what do you have for me today? Who can I encounter today? Who can I talk to and encourage today? Hallelujah. Enoch, he was missing. Can you imagine? Amen. Was his family around when he got translated? Were the kids there when all of a sudden, boop, he disappeared? Amen. Was the wife there? Amen. Sitting beside him when all of a sudden, amen, just through the ceiling he went. Amen. The stories that they told. Well, one minute he was there and one minute he wasn't. Amen. He was gone. Hallelujah. And I really don't understand it, but all I know is that, amen, one minute he was talking about God. Amen. And the next minute, hallelujah, he wasn't here to say anything. Amen. Because I promise you, he didn't have a negative report. Amen. He wasn't complaining about how loud the music was or it wasn't loud enough or, amen, it was too cold or not amen cold enough or it was too hot or not cold enough or amen or not hot enough or amen the list of things that we can whine and complain about amen go to our jobs and we're not making enough amen we're never making enough money well I'm just you know I'm I'm, I'm only going to work for what they're paying me and I'm not going to work any harder hallelujah well how do you know what you're worth you might not even be worth what they're paying you. Huh? Consistency is how you please God. Amen. Consistency. Amen. You might not be able to pray for an hour a day yet, but pray for five minutes a day and you will please God. Amen. Because if you can hit the five-minute mark every day, amen, 
pretty soon it'll be easier to go 10 minutes and 15 and amen you will find yourself amen not even knowing what time it is because you get lost in the presence of God amen and and that is pleasing amen to the Lord amen I want to please God Amen. Brother Chuck, if I can have a testimony, if I, if something happens to me, I'm in a car wreck or amen, I die, something, whatever, hopefully that's not the case. Amen. But if that happens to me, I hope people can say, you know, amen, even if they didn't know me a whole lot, they might not be able to tell a big story, but they can say, listen, all I know is about Brother Roy is that he pleased God. Amen. He was always talking about God. Amen. You Amen, if we could just, and I can't get off of it. I preached about it a few weeks ago, but if we could just begin to stop murmuring and complaining and begin to make up our minds, Lord, I'm going to be positive in every situation. Lord, I don't know how I'm going to pay the bills, but you're going you're gonna to bring, hallelujah, uh, the answer through, the provision through. You are my Jehovah Jireh, my provider. You are my healer. You've never left me. You've never forsaken me. Amen. You've never left the righteous forsaken nor his seed begging for bread. Amen. But guess what? If I never, if I don't die a rich man, amen, but my pastor can talk about me at my funeral or whoever's preaching it and say he pleased God. Amen. When people saw him, they knew he was a godly man. Amen. I feel, hallelujah, if I were to confess that I've probably fallen a little bit short. Amen. But we should wake up every day. Tomorrow when we wake up, we, could, we should make a new commitment to God and say, Lord, I just want to be pleasing to you today. Lord, if that means I have to do something that I'm not exactly excited about doing, that's what I'm going to do. Amen. If I, go to, if I have to go to work and they ask me to take the trash out or if they ask me to clean the bathrooms or, amen, maybe just do a nasty job that I'm just not excited about doing, I'm going to do it, Lord, because it's pleasing to you. Amen. It's pleasing to you. Amen. If I could be there to look back on Enoch's life. If I could be there just to see Sister Bonnie Marin. Hallelujah. What kind of person he was. What, amen. What they could have said at his funeral if he had have had one. Amen. You see, I preached a message a long time ago about memories of what could have been. Amen. Memories of what could have been. And, 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 and I wrote out my own obituary. Amen. About things that could have said about me if I had have just been pleasing to God. Amen. Maybe we should think about what they're going to say about us. Nobody likes to think about their death. That's not a very encouraging Amen. Thing to do. It's kind of like going out and getting life insurance. You don't really want to do it. Amen. But it's necessary. God's either going to come back or you're going to die. It's just the way it is. You're born dying. Amen. You're born dying. I know that's not encouraging tonight. Amen. But what would they say about you at your funeral? The Bible says that our pastor, amen, not only God is going to give an account for our soul, but our pastor is going to give an account. Amen. What is our pastor going to say about us? Is, is he going to say, well, they were faithful to the house of God? Amen. Is he going to be able to say that they were giving people? Amen. Is he going to be able to say, well, they loved others? 
They always had a smile on their face. Or is he going to say, well, they grumbled a lot. They were grouchy. They, they griped. They murmured. They complained. It, you know, we'd, we'd be lucky to see them, amen, at every service in a week, you know. And sometimes maybe it would only be once every few weeks. Amen. What is he going to say about us? Amen. I want to please God. Amen. Come on, I want to please God. If you want to know, amen, how to make it to heaven. Yeah, we, uh, the Bible talks about it, the death, burial, and the resurrection. You have to have it. You have to repent. Say, Lord, I've, I've done some crazy stuff. I've made mistakes. I've done things I'm not proud of. Probably thought some things that I shouldn't have. Looked at some things I shouldn't have. Listened to some things I shouldn't have. Lord, I've done things that I know is not pleasing to you, and I'm sorry. We got to do that. We got to turn away from those things and walk toward God. Amen. We got to get baptized in the wonderful name of Jesus. We have to do it. Amen. We got to go down a watery grave. Amen. And then we got to rise up with him and be covered by the baptism of the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. It's in the Bible, and we can give you a, a, a more intense, amen, specific Bible study on that. Amen. But I promise you, you know how, amen, to accomplish those things. Amen. You set out every day to please him. Amen. You set out every day. If you've been struggling in your walk with God, if you've been struggling saying, Lord, I don't know why I haven't gotten the Holy Ghost yet. I've been seeking you for it, Lord. I've been trying. I've been doing everything I know to do. Amen. But maybe you just haven't been pleasing God. Amen. Exactly how he wants you to. Maybe there's just some small things in your life that God's asking you just to set to the side and say, listen, those things just don't please me. Maybe there's things that come across your television, amen, that just don't please God. Because I, I, would, I would tell you tonight that God doesn't want to sit in your living room and listen to cussing. He doesn't want to sit in your living room and watch sex scenes. Amen. That, those things are not pleasing to God. Amen. God doesn't want you, amen, to, to be on your telephone gossiping about other people. That's not pleasing to him. Amen. God doesn't want your radio station on something that when another car passes by, they can't tell if it's Christian or not. That's not pleasing to God. Amen. There are some small things, and you might ask, why are you talking about that, Pastor? Amen. Because sometimes we want to think about the big things uh, like lying, adultery, amen, fornication, drugs, alcohol, etc., Amen, that don't please God. But sometimes there are just some small things uh, that God would say, listen, if you would just give that up for me, uh, amen, I could move you to a whole new level. I could propel you in your ministry, amen, like you've never been before. Amen, you see, there's the story of Cain and, and Abel. Amen. Bible talks about Abel bringing a more excellent sacrifice. Amen. Cain, he liked to plant, grow garden, grow fruit, grow vegetables. So he brought those things. But if God had have asked him to bring the vegetables, the fruit, amen, whatever the case may be, God would have accepted it. But that's not what God asked. Amen. The sacrifice was for an animal sacrifice. Amen. So when God accepted Abel's sacrifice and not his, amen, his sacrifice wasn't pleasing to God. Amen. You see, 
it was easy for Cain to bring those things. I said it was easy for Cain to bring those things. Amen. And that's what we like to do so many times, Brother Tim Gallimore. Amen. We like to sacrifice the things on the altar. Amen. That, that are easy. And God's saying, that's not the sacrifice that I'm asking for. Amen. Why don't you dig in the closet, amen, and dig out the skeletons uh, that's been hidden there in a little while. Amen. And sacrifice that on the altar. Amen. Why don't you kill those things, Amen. If you want to really please God, uh, don't just bring to me, amen, those things which are easy, amen, to kill. Amen. Bring those things that, that are going to be, amen, hard, are going to be a, a sacrifice that you're going to miss just a little bit. Those things, uh, amen, that you know that you're attached to, that you cling to. If you want to be pleasing to God. you want to be pleasing to God. Amen. There's some things that you can't, you, you can't live with. You, you got to get rid of. Come on, I said, you, you got to get rid of. I know it's not a popular message. Amen. And I know we're worn out from worship. Amen. We'll wrap it up soon, guys. Just give me a few more minutes. Amen. But there's some things that we got to detach ourselves from. Amen. Those things that you once had when you were in the world, it's not God's will that you still have those today. Amen. There's some things that you just can't take to heaven with you. Amen. There's friends that you can't have. That's not a popular message. Amen. But I don't care who tells you it's true. Amen. There's some people you just cannot hang out with. I don't care. You can think I sound antisocial or like a snob all day long. Amen. But you cannot be around certain things. Amen. Because the spirit, amen, and the flesh are contrary one to the other. Amen. And if my spirit ain't agreeing with your spirit, amen, there's probably, it probably means I don't need to be around you. Amen. We need to please God. Amen. We need to please God. What are we listening to? This wasn't even part of my message, but God wants to ask somebody. God's not pleased with some of the things we're listening to. Amen. Guys, we've heard it said over and over again. We do the possible. God takes care of the impossible. Amen. Are you dealing with spirits in your house? Is there anger? Amen. Come on. Is there depression? Sometimes God wants you to intercede for somebody. Amen. But sometimes God wants to get just... Sometimes God wants you to get rid of the garbage that's in your house, amen, that's causing that spirit to be there. Well, I just don't know why I'm dealing with this. Well, what's going on? What are you watching all day? What are you entertaining all day? What kind of music are you listening to all day? Amen. How much time are you spending on social media? Amen. Because I promise you that will bring a spirit of frustration. Amen. How much time are you spending in gossip? Amen. If it ain't your business, it ain't your business. <laughs> Come on, I said, if it ain't your business, amen, then it ain't your business. Well, what does that mean, Pastor? Amen. It means if it's not yours, stay out of it. 
Amen. Because if you want peace in your life, peace in your home, peace in your family, amen, take care of your peace and quit messing with everybody else's peace. I'm not talking about being a hermit. Amen. Yes, we got to. We got to go out and we got to witness and we got to, there's going to be people out there that, amen, if they don't know God, they're not going to be peaceful people. They're going to be frustrated. They're going to be angry. Some of the people that Brother Matt, Sister Heather encountered this weekend, they're, they don't know God. They're not automatically going to, that's not what I'm talking about. I'm not saying don't go, amen, witness to them and uh, disciple them and hang out with them, eat with them. You got to do everything you can to draw them, amen, but you have to be strong enough Amen, to be the influencer. Amen, you have to be strong enough to be the influencer. Amen, you can't be hanging around people, amen, that are going to rub off on you when you leave. You're taking a part of their spirit home with you. Amen, we have to be strong enough to be able to witness to them, amen, and make them a little stronger. Hallelujah. Amen, Proverbs 16, verse 6 says, By mercy and truth. Amen. Iniquity is purged, and by the fear of the Lord, men depart from, from evil. And then verse 7, when a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. When a man's ways please the Lord, he maketh even his enemies to be at peace with him. Amen. The Bible talks about David. Amen. David was a, a great ruler. And, amen. And the Bible talks about even his enemies. Being with peace, being at peace with him. Amen. What does the scripture even say in Psalm? He, what did he say? He created a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Amen. I preached a message a long time ago. It was awful. Feasting with the enemy. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Feasting with the enemy. When, when, you're, when, when a man's ways please the Lord... You can even go around your enemy and you're going to have favor. Amen. The ones that you don't think like you at work, the ones, the bosses that you think despise you, well, you know, they just, I'm just never going to get anywhere. Amen. You can be the reason that your company has favor, but it's because you please the Lord. Hallelujah. John 8, verse 29 through 32 says, and he that sent me. Is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always these things that please him. I do always these things or those things that please him. Amen. If you're feeling desolate, if you're feeling hopeless, you're feeling lonely, amen. Examine your life and ask yourself if you're pleasing him. Amen. Because the scripture said that he's not left me alone. Why? Because I do always those things that please him. Amen. Maybe I can just do this this one time. And it'll be okay. Maybe I can watch this this one time. Maybe I could say this this one time. Amen. Amen. I'm trying to decide if I need to say this or not. Amen. If you know what truth is, you don't compromise this truth for your family. Amen. The way to your family being one is never, amen, by participating in what they're doing that God's not pleasing, pleased with. Amen. You want to win your family, you let them know you're not happy with what they're doing that doesn't please God. 
Now, I'm not talking about condemning them and telling them they're, go to, they're going to hell. That's not what I'm talking about. But don't participate in things that they're doing, amen, if it's not in the word of God. Amen. By doing that, you're basically saying that I'm condoning, amen, what goes against the word of God. Amen. Amen. If they ask you to come and participate, amen, at their church for something that you know is completely against the doctrine of God, I promise you, they're not going to quit talking to you forever if you just say, no, I ain't going. Amen. In fact, later on, they will respect you for it. Amen. And that will open the door to them coming and being in the truth. When a man's ways please the Lord. Amen. I didn't read the rest of that scripture. He that sent me is with me. The Father hath not left me alone, for I do always those things that please him. As he spake these words, many believed on him. And then said Jesus to those Jews which believed on him, if you continue, listen to this, if you continue in my word, then are ye my disciples indeed. This is not one saved, always saved. Amen. There's no such thing. It's a damnable doctrine. It's false doctrine. You have to continue in the word. Live it every day. This is called the living word. Amen. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And then that word became flesh and dwelt among us. It's the living word of God. And we have to continue it. And you shall know the truth and the, sh- and the truth shall make you free. Amen. I'm talking about being pleasing to God. Romans 8, verse 6 through 8. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Amen. I promise you. Amen. When there's chaos in your world, when there's a lack of peace in your world, when there's anxiety, when there's depression, most likely, most of the time, amen, there's carnality somewhere. Amen. Now, you heard Brother Wade talk about it. You might be feeling angry. You might be feeling depressed. Don't own that. Because the way God calls us to intercede, amen, many times is by feeling what somebody else is feeling. You don't have to own that and bring it into your house and live through it. You just have to pray. Get on your knees. Intercede. Shut up, Siri. Amen. Siri trying to back me up. Because the carnal mind is enmity against God. It's the enemy of God. It is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. They that are in the flesh cannot please God. Amen. When you come to God, there's things you have to walk away from. Amen. God is not pleased with, with, with certain lifestyles. He's not pleased with certain carnal activities that you're partaking in. Amen. And we can use the excuse all day long. Well, you know, I'm only doing it because my family does it. Or, oh, well, I'm only doing it because my coworker. Well, I'm only. But how long are we going to make that excuse? Amen. Sometimes we might have to ask ourselves, am I making that excuse because my flesh just likes it too much? And if I can make that excuse just long enough, it means I can still be a part of it. Amen. But God is not pleasing to it. Excuse me. God is not pleased with it. Amen. 
Wives, you got to make a stand. You're praying for your husband that he comes to, the, comes to God, or husbands, you're praying for your wife that they come to God. Amen. You don't have to be cruel, but you make a stand. You let them know that you're living for God. You're going to church. You're standing for God. You stand for truth. You're living for him, and there's some things you're just not going to do. Amen. And they might throw a fit, and they might cuss, and they might buck. Amen. But eventually, they're going to respect you for it, and they're probably going to find themselves sitting in the house of God with you. And they're going to be worshiping, and God's going to fill them with the Holy Ghost. Amen. There might be some steps that you need to take in God. Maybe you, somebody in this house, needs to move forward just a little bit further. Take a step in faith to see what you've been asking God to do happen. Amen, amen. They that are in the flesh cannot please God. 2 Timothy 2 verse 3 and 4 says, Thou therefore endure hardness as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life, that he may please him who hath chosen him to be a soldier. No man that warreth entangleth himself with the affairs of this life. The Bible says that a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. You find yourself miserable. Are you trying to ride the fence? Amen. Are you trying to live? Amen. Worldly in the world and church. Churchly. <laughs> Churchly in the church. Amen. Are you riding the fence? The Bible says I would that you would be hot or cold, but because you're lukewarm, I will spew you out of my mouth. Amen. Man, missing in action. Enoch was missing because he pleased God. He was a testimony to his family. The Bible doesn't say that, but I promise you, if he pleased God, he was. Amen. I promise you, he was a foundation. He was a rock for that family. An unwavering, steadfast, consistent rock. Amen. The small things. Hallelujah. During anniversary services, you know, that's the biggest thing that we probably do all year long at the church. And we ask for a lot of people to help and take part and serve and cook and, you know, open doors and park cars and, you know, just on and on and on. Amen. And sometimes those small things can feel so frustrating. Amen. But when you do it as unto the Lord. Amen. Things that might have been frustrating before that you just grumbled about and, and oh, why do I have to do this? I would rather be in there with the preachers. I'd rather be, I would rather be, you know, in there talking to them or doing this or doing that. But you do it as unto the Lord because it's the small things that are so pleasing to him that are being jotted down in a book. Amen. Jotted down. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm, telling you servanthood is one of the true testimonies of somebody's change servanthood amen you've heard me talk about it I, I was part of the nursing home ministry for years I didn't like it confession is good for the soul I didn't like it amen but I did it out of obedience I did it out of amen just wanted to please God it wasn't easy 
going in, asking people to come, going from door to door, asking the elderly. A lot of them would have to be pushed in there. They're in a wheelchair. Some of them, they'd even push their beds in there. Hardly any response. Amen. It wasn't easy. But anything that we can do just to please God, anything that we can do, we should ask ourselves, Lord, what just small thing can I do? Because it's not small in the sight of God. It's not small. Hallelujah. John 14, and I'm, I'm going to wrap up soon. John 14, verse 12 through 18. Verily I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do. Amen. God gave us the power to do even greater works, amen, that you saw him do in the Bible. Whatsoever you shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If you shall ask anything in my name, I will do it. And if ye love me, keep my commandments. It's not hard. We make it hard. I will pray to the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide with you forever, even the spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive. Because it seeth him not, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with you and shall be in you. I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. If you love me, keep my commandments. John 15, verse 7 through 10. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you, ye shall ask what ye will and it shall be done unto you. If ye abide in me and my words abide in you. Simple things the Bible tells us to get God's attention. You want to you wanna know how to get God's attention? Speak his word to him. It might sound funny. Well, he, he's the author. He inspired it. Why do, amen. The Bible says he honors his word above his name. And when you begin to speak it, there's power in it. Amen. Being able to recite the promises that he's given us the, with authority. There's authority in his word. Amen. Herein is my Father glorified that ye bear much fruit, so shall ye be my disciples. As the Father hath loved me, so have I loved you. Continue ye in my love. If ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love, even as I have kept the Father's commandments and abide in his loves. If, if ye keep my commandments, ye shall abide in my love. Amen. We make this way too complicated. But pleasing God is just as simple as just obeying his word. Every day you make a decision, Lord, I want to please you today. I want to be thankful today. I don't want to murmur today. Amen. Uh, bring me to somebody that I can just help today. Yes, let me, let me be a good witness. 1 John. First John 2, verse 15 through 17. Love not the world, neither the things that are in the world. If any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For all that is in the world is the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride of life. It is not of the Father, but is of the world. And the world passeth away in the lust thereof. But listen to this. He that doeth the will of God abideth forever. It's not hard to please God. 
we make it so hard. And one reason we make it hard is because we don't want to let go of those things. What does the Bible tell us? All that is in the world. Amen. The lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life. But those things aren't pleasing to God. Those things are not of the Father, but of the world. Amen. I want to be pleasing to God, Sister Loretta. Amen. I can't allow myself to be around my lost family and act like they do. Amen. I can't proclaim that I'm one thing, but when I'm around them, be something else. That's not pleasing to God, and that's not the way to win your lost loved ones. Amen. I can't compromise when they're doing something and be there just because I'm there to quote unquote support my family. No, the best way to support them is to pray for them and tell them no. Come on, it's quiet. Amen. No, never killed them. Amen. In the long run, it probably made them respect you a whole lot more. Amen. He that doeth the will of God abideth forever. 1 John 3, 22, And whatsoever we ask, we receive of him, because we keep his commandments and do those things that are pleasing in his sight. Jesus. I'm going to skip. I have a few more verses, but I'm, gonna, I'm just going to skip and read one more passage of Scripture, and then we'll just stand and pray. I'm not going to open the altars tonight. We've already had great worship and amen but I want to tell you some of us um, struggle maybe with our prayer life maybe you struggle knowing how to pray and we make it so hard guys we don't have to sound like Shakespeare thou O Lord are amazing Amen. The Bible says, come to him like a brother. Come to him like a friend. Amen. Tell him your problems. Lord, I'm struggling today. Lord, I'm angry today. Lord, I'm, I'm, I'm emotional today. Yeah. Tell him. Just talk to him like a friend. You try to sound smarter than you are when you're talking to a friend. Some of you do. <laughs> Amen. But the Bible said... He told them just a, just a simple way to pray. Matthew 6, verse 9 through 15. After, after this manner, therefore, pray ye, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Hallowed. What are you telling God? You're hallowed. You're holy, Lord. You're worshiping him by saying that. Amen. Hallowed be thy name. Your name is holy. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. You're telling him, God, I want to do your will. I want to please you. Amen. I want, Lord, my will, God, or your will to be done here, Lord, as it is in heaven. Amen. Give us this day our daily bread, Lord. You're my provider. You're thanking him for providing. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our, our debtors. Amen. Lord, forgive me for not being a steward and help me to forgive others. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Every day we're going to be tempted, but we can pray, God, help me, Lord, to be delivered, to walk away. The Bible says he makes a way for your, of your escape. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. A simple prayer. 
For if you forgive men their trespasses, the Bible says, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. It's not God's will that you hold things against anybody. You want to please God, you learn to forgive others. And I want to tell you something. Amen. You haven't forgiven when somebody can bring up a subject and it, and it pokes and all of a sudden that wounded dog just cries out. That's not forgiveness. When you've forgiven, you let it go and you don't continue to gossip and talk about it. Amen. It's not the will of God. We have to learn to forgive others. We have to learn I work with a guy at Tunco. I don't actually work with him a lot. He works in another department. But he went through something, and I, and I guess his parents got divorced because his dad was um, unfaithful. And he held this big grudge against his dad. And, well, I'm not, you know, I'm not ever going to talk to him, or I don't want to talk to him because he did this. And I told him, I said, dude, I'm just going to tell you, at the end of the day, he's your dad. And exactly, there ain't a thing you can do about it, and it's all it's going to do is just hurt you. This world is so far from perfect. God is the only perfect thing, amen, in this life. This world is full of sin, full of adultery, especially if somebody doesn't know God, and sometimes the ones that do know God. Amen. And we can choose to hold grudges and hold things over people's head. Amen. But all it's going to do is hurt us. We need to choose forgiveness. Amen. Come on. I said we need to choose forgiveness because that's what's pleasing to God. Amen. We need to learn to walk. Yes, exactly. We need to learn to walk in forgiveness because that is what is pleasing to God. Walk in love. There are things right now, I promise you, I could look across the congregation Amen. When I talk about that, there are specific things that pop up in your mind. Amen. Because there's still pain there of hurt. That's not the will of God. That's not the will of God. And I would tell you that some of the things y'all are heard about and you proclaim, it's a false assumption. It's a false assumption. You're walking around hurt about something that wasn't even true. Amen. If we could stand the night, we're going to just pray real quick before we dismiss. Brother Matt, do you need to make any, any announcements? Okay. We'll pray real quick. We'll have him come up here and make a few announcements. Lord, we love you. Lord, we thank you, God, for the opportunity to be in your presence, Jesus. Lord, we thank you, Lord, for filling little Mikey with the Holy Ghost, for your presence, God, that was in this place, Jesus. Lord, we pray that this word, Jesus, just go forth, Lord. Lord, touch it, God. Let it not return void. Touch people's minds, God, their hearts to receive it, Lord. Lord, let us every day, God, be pleasing to you, God. That, let that be our one desire, God, just to live for you, God, to walk according to your word and your ways, God. Because, Lord Jesus, at the end of the day, I have to hear those words, well done. 
my good and faithful servant. Lord, I want to be faithful to you. I want to serve you in every way, God. I want to please you, Jesus. Lord, help me to examine my life, God, and, and, and get rid of the things, God, that hinder me, God, from pleasing you. God, they might just be small things, God, but, that, but in your eyes, God, they're not pleasing. Lord, help us to walk in your ways and your commandments and your statutes, God, according to your word. Lord Jesus, let us honor you in everything, God. Let us be consistent, God, in prayer, Lord, and reading your word and having a relationship with you. We thank you for it, Jesus. Thank you for the word that went forth. Thank you for being here in this place tonight. In Jesus' name. Thanks for taking the time to take in today's program. This is a media ministry outreach of Truth Apostolic Church in Madisonville, Kentucky. For more information about our ministry, visit our website.